story time. So, this past weekend, I went home for a little little break. You know, it was two weeks of classes and I was already like, okay, I need a break. <laughs> no, not really, but kind of. Yeah, so a nice little break. And I swear, the past three times I've gone home, I've gotten sick. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's something with my house. I don't know if I'm allergic to my sister. I don't know what it is, but it's really annoying because then I can't enjoy. Obviously, I enjoy the weekend with my family, but I can't fully enjoy it because I am on the couch not feeling well. So I went home Thursday and realized I, you know, was feeling a little under the weather. And so I took like 10 Zycams, which I don't know if that's good or not, um, but I really think that that did save me. So I went home and I was feeling okay. So I went to the gym here and there, did not have really the best of workouts, which this is kind of where the story is leading to. But I came back, so I stayed the weekend and I came back to Cincinnati on Monday and realized, yeah, my stomach's not really feeling too great at all. So on top of the Zycam, I took some Tums because I'm addicted to Tums, which also is probably not a good thing. (laughs) But so I, I took the Tums and I also started my period. So it was just like a really nice combination of things. And I don't know about you, but I get really bad cramps the first two days of my period. So it was also probably a combination of those things. So then I took some Advil. So it's just a lot of stuff going on. Well, let's just say my stomach did not like that and it was hurting. (laughs) But good old me, I went to the gym, tried to go to the gym on Monday and I was like, let's hit some legs because those are usually my hardest days. And I I really get my heart rate up. I push myself on leg days. I'm not saying I don't push myself on other days, but you know, it just really kicks my ass. So I was like, yeah, I feel kind of shitty. Let's do leg day. And that did not go over so hot. So I started off with some like squats, some pistol squats, which if you guys know what those are, basically like I had a box. So I would do box squats, but just one leg and the other leg is kind of like up. So those are really hard and really, really works your, your quads. So I did those, I did some hip thrusts and then I just started to not feel good. Stomach was hurting, terrible headache. And I felt like I was literally out of my body. (laughs) I don't think that's a good thing, but yeah, it's been weird how I've been feeling lately. Um, So I was sitting there feeling very ill and contemplating whether or not I should continue my workout. And I was like, okay, I can keep pushing myself, but if I do, I might just end up feeling worse in the long run. And I don't want that to happen. I don't want to feel like I'm going to throw up after this workout. I don't want to feel bad the next day. So then I can't work out the next day. I felt like I could not even walk on the treadmill. That's how out of my body, I felt, which is just a weird thing. And I don't really know how to explain it. So I felt really frustrated because I had planned this whole workout and I only had gotten through three exercises and I was kind of feeling that guilt creeping in, you know, where I was thinking, okay, well, 
you said you were going to work out today and now you're not. And that just, you know, messes up the whole rest of your week and your schedule. And now you've got to add an extra day in somewhere and, you know, you're not working out really today. So maybe you should eat a little less. So those, those guilt and restriction feelings were coming back indefinitely, but I had to evaluate how I felt and I knew I was not feeling good. And I, I don't like not feeling good. It's, it's my biggest thing that I hate. And I'm sure with most of you too, but I'm like neurotic about it. So I put the weights up and I went to go stretch, finish it out. And I went home, literally was at the gym for like 20 minutes. So that's my little story time. And I guess the main point of that was nine times out of 10, your workout's probably not going to be the best or your best workout. Like very rarely do I have a workout where I'm like, wow, that was my best workout. Because I think that there are a lot of things contributing to your workouts. Like what you've been eating, how much you've been eating. Have you been sleeping? Are there other stressors in your life going on? Like how frequently have you been working out? And that all plays a role in things. Again, probably didn't help that I was on my period, but I walked my butt all the way back home and got in bed and tried to calm my stomach down and take some more Tums. So that's my story time. If this has happened to you, if you're sick and you're feeling that guilt associated with working out or not working out, just let it go. Again, it's one day and it's totally not worth it to feel crappy at the gym and have a crappy workout and then go home and feel sick for the rest of the night. It's just not worth it. So I'm going to try to go to the gym today and do some arms so it'll be a lighter day and some walking so you know I don't feel like I'm floating above my body. Anywho, <laughs> enough of that. I'm currently on a grilled cheese and soup diet because my stomach is still upset and I don't feel the best. Like I feel fine, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's stress or IBS or other things. I don't know. I don't think I have IBS, but I, I could. I really think I could. You all are probably thinking, okay, Emily, we don't care. We don't want to hear about your stomach issues. So I'm going to get into the topic. I want to start off with a question. What's been giving me energy lately? For me, I think it's been therapy. And I know I mentioned this in previous episodes, but I've been looking for a therapist and I'm currently getting in to that, that process. So I've already had a session with one therapist and it didn't go super well. Like I just feel like we won't click if that makes sense. And that's totally okay. Like she works with other people and she might not be the right fit for me. So I have a few more appointments this week just for consultations to see if, you know, I'll be a good fit with some of these therapists and I'm really excited. And that's allowing me to, you know, really take the time to think about what are some things I want to work on? What are some things that are bothering me? And like, what have been some things that have triggered me to feel certain ways. So it's been really nice to kind of focus on myself in that aspect. And I'm super excited for therapy. I love it so much. So that has been giving me energy. Today's topic, actually getting into what you guys want to hear about. So gym intimidation, how 
can you overcome your fear of lifting, getting in the weight section, being around all of those dudes who probably are taking steroids and supplements and all that good stuff? I don't know if they are or not, but probably some of them. How do you get over that fear and get in there and have the confidence and just do it? A lot of girls, a lot of my friends will ask me, aren't you scared to go in the weight section? I mean, there are some days where I'm the only girl in there. And no, I'm not scared because one, nobody is paying attention to me and what I'm doing. Like I can guarantee you any guy in there is not like, oh, she got too low on her squats or she could go lower or she did this wrong or what is she doing? Like nobody is paying attention to you. I don't pay attention to other people. If I do pay attention to other people, it's so I can learn, which I will get to that a little bit later in this episode, but nobody gives a crap what you're doing. So just get that out of your head. And I think it's really all about confidence and how you can portray yourself and you just got to get in there and create your own space in the weight section. Again, nobody cares what you're doing. So, but I, I understand like it can be really scary because you may not know what you're doing. So you don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing. You don't want to hurt yourself. You, there are mirrors all the way around. So like you can see how you look. And I think it can be triggering and hard for some people to do that. But I do want to talk a little bit about how I started my lifting journey, how I gained that confidence to get in the weight section and how hopefully I can encourage you to do the same because once you start and once you get in there I feel like that is the biggest step that you can take and after that your confidence will just begin to build so how I started in about I want to say seventh or eighth grade I took a lifting class over the summer now, I know you may be thinking, why? <laughs> I don't know why. I can't really remember. My dad is a football coach, so I can remember just kind of always being in the weight room, around the weight room. Like, if it would be after school and he's taking me home because he's also a teacher at my school, I would just kind of, like, go in the weight room while the football players were lifting and just kind of sit there and wait. So ever since I was a little girl, I've been around the weight room, and I've watched people lifting weights. I've been around dudes lifting weights, and I I guess maybe that just kind of started my confidence at a young age. Like, it didn't really matter to me that much. So he initially started to help me with technique and form and would give me workouts here and there, and I learned from that. And then summer after seventh grade, I think it was, I was playing volleyball, softball, and basketball, and... I think my parents were just like, we don't want you sitting on the couch this whole summer, like go do something. (laughs) And they thought it would be good for me to learn like the basics of weightlifting. So I took a class with some of my friends at the high school and the trainer there, and it was really hard. I didn't enjoy it most days, but I learned a lot. And I would say that that really set the foundation for me. Now, Once I got into high school, I played volleyball and we did conditioning and we had our own weightlifting sessions. But at that point, I was honestly just working out in fear, I would say, which started an unhealthy relationship with me and working out because 
I just did not have a great experience playing volleyball, especially with the coaches. And everything we did was, I felt everything I did was like out of fear. Like you didn't want to mess up because you were afraid to mess up or like afraid of what the consequence would be or, oh, do we have to run like eight bleachers today? So I felt like I really could not enjoy the lifting experience because I was just constantly anxious about what the workout would be that day and like would I be able to do it would I feel sick after it would it be like a consequence and that's kind of how I started to look at working out so I didn't really take lifting too seriously in high school because you know I didn't really know the benefits of it and for me it was just more of like a chore that I had to do for sport with my teammates and we would kind of all just like mess around anyways but it was good to have that experience and sometimes we would be lifting with other teams and guys in the weight room so that just built up my confidence to be around guys and people that knew what they were doing in the weight room After my sophomore year, I stopped playing volleyball and I became definitely less active. Working out has always been something I've done and something I have enjoyed when it's not for like a consequence. But I would say after I quit volleyball, like I definitely was in a rut where I wasn't going to the gym. But occasionally my mom would go to like Orange Theory classes or other gym classes and I would go with her. So that was really fun because I had that accountability and I had that support. And I was also working with a trainer. The classes were not very large. So you kind of got that individual experience and work, which was really nice. And that's where I kind of found that love of working out, not for a consequence or because I had to, but because it genuinely made me feel better and I enjoyed it. So I got to learn more of the fundamentals that way. And then I actually started to work out more on my own. And this was around like my first year of college. So it was a lot of cardio. I will say that because I was still pretty intimidated of the weight section, but it was a lot of cardio. And I actually started to follow some fitness influencers on Instagram and I watch their YouTube videos. So for example, Whitney Simmons, I think she's great. She does a lot of beginner type workouts and they're all like weightlifting. She has her own Gymshark line. So if you're listening to this, I would highly suggest starting out with her and doing some of her workouts. And for me, it was really just like watching what she was doing. Like, okay, what is considered chest? What's considered biceps? What's considered back day? And then watching her form and just honestly watching the video before I did the exercise in the gym and copying her. And that's kind of how I started to learn. And then I started to record myself and I would notice like, oh, my form doesn't look great there. So let me really work on this. And over time, like I was able to become more comfortable with the different machines and the equipment and honestly just build up my confidence. So that is kind of how I started with my experiences and I did a lot of like especially when COVID hit at home workouts to build my confidence up and then I just kind of transferred it into the gym and I just had to start and at first again when I went to the gym by myself and was in the weight section by myself I had no clue really what I was doing but I would just follow like workouts that my dad gave me I would look up workouts online and I just kind of did it 
And the more I went, the more confidence I gained. And I think that that's crucial. You just have to start. So I do have some tips for you all, some concrete tips that I followed and that I'm sure other people follow that will help you gain confidence to get into the weight section and start lifting weights. So again, no one cares. I just want to reiterate that nobody is watching what you're doing. So please keep that in mind when you start working out. I know it can be hard. You feel this like imposter syndrome. You feel, I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody cares. Tip number one, like I said, follow accounts that make you feel good, that post workouts you enjoy, and watch YouTube videos on them. Find your fitness influencers that you can follow and follow their workouts. Some people I know, like the Sculpt You on Instagram, she posts actual videos showing like form, like this is how you do it. So that could be really helpful for for beginners as well. Okay, I can't talk. But again, just finding people who post things that are easy for you to follow and that, you know, you think, okay, I can do that. And just follow their workouts. You don't have to do the whole workout that they post. When I look at people's accounts, I kind of just like look at all the different workouts and get ideas and then put my own workout together. But you will find what works for you. You don't need to be a personal trainer or anything like that to start working out and to start, you know, watching other accounts, like just do it and just get in there. The more you do it, the more comfortable you'll get with the certain movements and you'll kind of feel like, okay, this is good form. This is not good form. And you'll be able to fix that as well. My second tip, this is really fun. So if you're feeling intimidated, go with somebody else, go with a friend this friend could be someone who works out and kind of can show you the ropes or they don't have to work out and you guys can be on the same level. And I think this is really fun because when I've gone with friends in the past and we both have no clue what we're doing, it's kind of funny to like laugh about it during our workout and try to figure it out together. And then you might feel like, okay, I don't look as dumb if I'm with somebody. I'm not saying like you have to go with somebody else to feel confident, but if it's going to make you feel better and you know, they might know what they're doing, then go with that person and allow them to show you. I know a lot of my friends will go with their boyfriends who lift a lot. So it's kind of nice to have that like male figure walking into the gym that might help you with more confidence. Again, I'm not saying you need that or you need to go with the guy at all. That's not what I'm saying. It just might help. And I'm giving you some things to think about. So I don't usually go to the gym with other people, but it is fun to do like classes with friends and things like that. For me, the gym is just more of a space where I can like get away and have some time for myself during the day. But that might be a great way to start out, um, make you feel like you have a buddy in the gym with you. My next little tip, stick with easier machines and dumbbells at first. And then once you feel more comfortable, start kind of messing with those machines that you're not as comfortable with. So I know like some of the leg machines are pretty easy to use and figure out, but some of them are also like more challenging, like leg press. So I would just say that stick with things that you're comfortable with at first. You know, you might not want to go jump on a squat rack right away and, you know, load up the the bar with plates and then try to do squats like if you don't know how to do that or if you haven't done that before 
maybe start with some squats with dumbbells because those are easier to carry. You know, your form, you can really focus on that. There's not too much going on at once. And that will help you build up the confidence to get on that squat rack. And when you do start on the squat rack, like start with just the bar. This will, you know, ensure that you have the right form and you're not going to hurt yourself. Make sure like the safeties are on in case you do have to drop the weight, things like that to consider. Um, But sticking with easier machines and dumbbells can really help you. It's kind of like that baby step that you can take to getting on a squat rack, um, doing deadlifts, trying out like the cable machines and new machines with various, you know, you can do a lot of things with those. So sticking with that, I say, is really good. And then every time you go to the gym, maybe try out one new piece of equipment. Instead of overwhelming yourself and being like, oh my God, I have to do all this at once. You really don't have to. And some of my best workouts have been when I use the super simple equipment or when I use no equipment at all or just dumbbells. So keep that in mind. You don't have to be super fancy and do all this super fancy stuff to get results. The more simple your workouts are, the better. My next little tip. This is kind of fun. So wear what you feel comfortable in. When I first started working out, I wanted to wear like sweatpants, hoodies, literally anything I could to cover myself and my body. And I think for me, it was just I wasn't confident in myself. I wasn't really confident in like the exercises I was doing at the gym. And I guess for me, it was easier to kind of hide behind my clothes. And also, I just didn't want to see people I knew. (laughs) So maybe that was um, a big reason for it. But as I became more like comfortable and confident in the gym, I started wearing like sportier clothes or maybe I would wear leggings or then I started buying some Gymshark stuff. And as I became more, you know, I knew how to use the certain equipments and I went to the gym a lot. I became more confident in myself. And now I really do like, you know, putting on my Gymshark set and going to work out because that's one more thing that's going to give me confidence in the gym. I'm not saying like you have to do your hair and makeup and look like all pretty for the gym. No, I, I don't do that. But like, I want to feel comfortable in my clothes and what I'm wearing. So that might be something to consider as well. Some days I'm wearing more baggier stuff because I don't feel as great. Like I don't want to just put on my tight, you know, Nike spandex leggings, but that's totally okay. So wearing what you're comfortable in, I think is something that's not thought about, but with all the mirrors and if there's a lot of people in the gym, especially guys like, and you feel uncomfortable with certain people looking at you or you're looking at yourself, it's just not worth it with that, with that distraction when you're trying to get a good workout in. My next tip, watch others. This is how I've learned so much. Even to this day, I will go to the gym and see somebody doing something new that I didn't even think of. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to try that in my next workout. So again, people might not be looking at you, but I usually just watch people to see what they're doing to see how I can be better. It's not to criticize others, but think like, okay, what can I incorporate in my next workout? Also, I've learned a lot about my form through watching others. So there are definitely guys and girls in the gym who know what they're doing. And it's really fun to see you know, how is their form compared to mine? What can I do better? And then I usually will like record myself and see how my form is. But watching others and seeing how others just set up equipment on 
like the the squat racks or the leg press or the cable machines can teach you and show you how to do it. I remember like two days ago, there was this one leg machine. See, I don't even know what it's called. And I have never used it, but I really want to use it. But I'm also short. So I feel like there's an adjustment that I would have to make to get on it. But I literally can't figure it out. I just need to ask somebody. Like, I'm being ridiculous about it. But the other day I was doing arms and this guy was getting on the machine. And I was, like, studying him to see how he was doing it. And he saw me looking at him. He was probably like, what the hell is this girl looking at? But I was just staring to try to figure out how he was doing it. So maybe one of these days I'll figure that machine out. But again, it's a learning process and we're not going to know everything right away. Like I'm still learning about how I can really maximize my training and even use different machines, but watch people because it's totally okay to learn that way. And I think it's actually encouraged to learn that way. Second to last tip here, workout in a private space. So I think that this is great, especially for beginners. And even sometimes like, I just don't want to be around people. I don't want people to watch me. I just want to have my own space to work out. Try to find a spot in the gym, even if it's not totally private, even if there's people around, but a spot in the gym where you feel comfortable in and you can kind of make it your own space. So people are all up in your grill. There might not be any mirrors around, or maybe there are mirrors around, but like if you have a separate workout room or fitness room, or like if there's a little corner, you can always just bring dumbbells or bring machine equipment to other areas of the gym or rec center and designate that as your own little space. So you feel more comfortable and you feel as though people aren't really watching you. Again, I still sometimes do this because when the gym is really crowded, it can become more intimidating, even for me. And people are just in my way. And I'm just like, please get out of my way. So I will go into my own little separate corner. Pro tip, there you go. My last tip is to try out different classes. I know at the University of Cincinnati, if you're a student here, you can go to the rec center and they have free fitness classes, which is really awesome. You don't even have to pay and you you don't even have to sign up. Like you can just walk right into the class. They do yoga, spinning, high intensity, weightlifting classes. So going to classes can, one, build your confidence because you're around other people and it's really fun and like you have a trainer there. So they hold you accountable to actually do the, the workouts and the movements the amount of movements and the designated time that you're supposed to do them. So it can really kick your butt because, you know, you don't want to be that person in there that can't do the things that you're told to do. That's really nice about it. And then two, it can give you good ideas. The trainers will usually walk around and make corrections on form. So you kind of get that one-on-one experience and it will show you how to structure workouts. And I think that that's the most important thing, like starting with the warm up and then getting into your workout. What are some different exercises? Do you superset them? Do you not? What are some ab exercises? You know, some stretches to finish with. So it goes through that structure of your workout. So you can kind of almost like copy those when you go by yourself. Also, it's really fun because you can meet other people and be surrounded by other people who are kind of going through the same journey and process as you. A few weeks ago, I went to hot yoga, I think like I said in my last podcast with some friends, and it was really fun just to try something new and also go with other people and bond over that. 
I'm not huge into yoga. I've never done hot yoga before. So I definitely was not the best one in the room. And at times, like the instructor would be like, do this move. And I had no freaking clue. But there you go. I would just watch somebody next to me and kind of copy them. And it wasn't probably the best, but I did it and I still showed up and I felt so much better afterwards. Out of all of these tips, though, I would say that the most important thing is you just have to show up. Like walking in is literally 99% of the battle. And that that 1% that's left over is you actually like working out. And it doesn't even have to be perfect. Like going back to my story at the beginning, I showed up and that's all that matters. And that creates that consistency and that routine. And I think that if you just try one workout, that's all I'm saying, just give me one workout in that weight section, I think you'll realize that it's not as scary as you think and nobody's paying attention to you and you're just as capable of getting in there and lifting those weights as Joe Schmo, who's probably on steroids and who's squatting like 500 pounds <laughs> at the UC rec center. Like, dude, just go to an actual like gym gym in that case, but I'm not, I'm not here to judge. My path to lifting weights was clearly not linear. I mean, I started like hot and heavy in the seventh grade and kind of died off in high school and even college. I really didn't know what I was doing. So take me as an example that you can not know what you're doing and still learn and still grow in the gym and make progress. Every day I'm making progress in the gym. And that's really fun and exciting to see where I can be in a few years. And hopefully one day I will learn how to use that freaking machine. But we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated on the next podcast. That was really fun. I kind of like going through that that process. And I'm hoping that you guys feel a little bit more confident in your ability to get into the gym and to try it out. Just give me one one little workout. It doesn't even have to be that long. (laughs) All right. I'm going to be dropping another episode in the next two weeks. I have not been as consistent with it, and I truly, truly apologize for those who are listening, but yeah, I need to definitely make it more of a priority because these are fun, and I want to have more guests on. So stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Get in the gym.